Hello, and welcome to the Divorced Dadvocate, Divorce Support for Dads, where we help dads create a healthy and less traumatic divorce. My name is Jude Sandoval, and I'm your host. I created this podcast in the Divorce Advocate community as a result of my own high-conflict divorce, and because you as a dad deserve all the resources necessary to thrive through this challenging time. I encourage you to check out our website at thedivorcedadvocate.com, where there are resources that correspond to this episode, as well as free access to our membership community, where you will find live meetings, free workshops and courses, private discussion groups, and more. And now on to this week's episode. Today we have a special episode, and it is special because uh, we have a repeat guest on today. And uh, those of you who listen regularly will remember that the founder and CEO of Intermatrix Systems, Joey Klein, was on about a month, month and a half ago, and he talked to us about his uh, proprietary methodology on how you can rewire, train, and align your nervous system emotions and thought strategies to create real-life results. It was a really awesome episode. <clears throat> it actually turned out to be one of our most popular episodes. And since then, there have been a ton of guys that, uh, dads uh, like yourself, and some of you that were listening that have gotten involved in the Intermatrix systems and have had some awesome, awesome real life results, uh, in their, in the, during the time that they're going through the divorces that they're, that they're going through right now. And so Joey and I talked and we decided to try to, um, emulate and demonstrate that how this actually works. And so he was gracious enough to agree to come on and do a live session with one of my clients, Tim, and take him through the Intermatrix system. So what you're going to hear today is uh, Joey working with Tim. And I highly, highly encourage you to listen all the way to the end because it is absolutely remarkable. Those of you who are watching on YouTube will see an, a marked difference in Tim's face and uh, his body movements and his laugh. Those of you who are listening uh, at the end and Tim's just joyful, happy laugh is absolutely amazing. So, but before I uh, tune you into that, don't forget the Divorce Advocate app is, uh, is available now. Go to the divorcedadvocateapp.com. You can download it on Android or Apple, and there's some great resources in there. Or you can go to the website at the divorcedadvocate.com, and under the Get the App tab, you can download it there as well. And then the divorce quiz find out where you're at in your divorce compared to others who have gone through it. It takes about 10 minutes, and it's going to give you some immediate results as to five different categories what you might be doing well, what you might be struggling with, and then a free opportunity for us to sit down and talk about those results together. Take advantage of those, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, a couple of those resources. And now I'm going to turn it over to our uh, podcast recording of Joey Klein in the Intermatrix Systems and my client, Tim. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Joey and Tim. Welcome to the show. So grateful for you to be here today. 
And Joey, uh, let's just uh, let's give a little bit of background real quick. We did a we did a recording of a podcast a probably a few three four weeks ago, maybe a little over a month ago, and we just had uh, a phenomenal success with that. I think I I don't know if I told you, but I told Caitlin in the first three days it was the most downloaded podcast that we had. So that oh. was really really fantastic and awesome. And I know that. Um, there's been a there's a there's a bunch of guys that are listening, a bunch of the dads that are listening that have gotten involved with the inner matrix system. I met with one and talked with one on Monday that just got through his uh, first power series, and he was talking about the next power series he's going to do and how he's going to take what he's learned and how it's been transformative in in his life and how he just wants to keep it going. So that's just 12 weeks or less. I had the same experience. So and we talked about that on the last podcast. So so I, I encourage anybody that's that's just tuning in for the first time, listening to Joey talk and what we're going to do today to go back and, and listen to the first one. I think I, I'll, I'll find and put in the notes a, a link to that first podcast also. But what we talked about, Joey, was after that podcast is let's let's do something that kind of demonstrates for the listeners actually what this looks like. And you had a great idea, which is let's do a live session with somebody. So we we figured this out and Tim who is uh who has been a client of mine for a couple of years has graciously uh agreed to sit in session with you and uh talk through um whatever you guys are going to talk through so um I, I just I want uh I want to encourage everybody listening to to listen an o- with an open mind about um this process and the process that, that you're taking I also want to just let everybody know you're not paying me anything to 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 do this because <laughs> <laughs> it's like I keep you know I, I just want to keep this going because I see I had such success with it. I've seen so many guys now over the past three to six months has so much success with this. And I just I want somebody to see what it's actually like in session and doing this with uh with you and getting involved in Intermatrix. So um so with that, just take it away, my friend. And I'm just awesome. gonna be quiet. Beautiful. Thank, thanks so much for the intro. It's awesome to be here. I did not know that tidbit about the the download. So I'm glad that people are gaining access and that, and that we're helping yeah. people out at the end of the day. That's that's the goal. That's that's what I care about is making sure we we support as many people as we possibly can, especially with you know transitionary life situations like what we're gonna you know speak to today. And and giving people a playbook is really what I hope to accomplish here, not just with you, Tim, directly, um, but everybody who's listening. Like the same playbook, uh, you know, you can you can leverage that in in lives of of trans, you know, in moments of transition of, in life, especially the unexpected ones that often find us, if you will. Uh, things like separation, divorce is obviously like one of those. Um, and so, yeah, we're just going to kind of engage, jump in here with you, Tim, uh, you know, so, so, so happy and uh, grateful to you for being willing to just jump on mm-hmm. here and, you know, work, work through some things, um, in a, in, in the manner that we are here, uh, it hopefully will serve you in an impeccable way. And hopefully that'll carry over to, to helping up uh, a lot of people through you. Um, and so, you know, for the last 20 years now, uh, my, my obsession and my focus has really been one key thing which is, you know, what is the formula that has to come together, you know, for transformation to happen and, and if possible, instant transformation to occur. Like what are, what are those elements that have to happen? And, and essentially, you know, um, you know, I, I've, 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 you know, my whole life's work has been about how to make, how to make that happen. And what I found is, is it really can, can boil down to kind of two things, right? Over the last 20 years, I've trained a little over 80,000 people now through our, our programs and seminars and a thousand, like thousands of those I've 
I've interacted with one-on-one, just like I'm going to do with you here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that question has been my burning passion is like, what's that thing that has to come together for instant transformation to occur? And what I have found is, um, is it really is, it comes down to kind of two things. And we, uh, you know, it, it's essentially like, you know, am I willing to stop doing something I'm currently doing? That's number one. Mm-hmm. And then number two is, am I willing to do something different than I've done before? And, and what I find is that if a person is, uh, is willing to essentially uh, believe that, that they can go beyond where they are, whether that's emotionally, mentally, you know, physical circumstances, et cetera, if they're willing to just believe that a greater reality is possible, a, a, a greater outcome is available, and we're willing to do those two things, right? Like stop doing something we're currently doing take new action, do something we, we haven't done before. Like those are the elements that are essentially required to, mm-hmm. to create a significant shift, maybe an instant transformation or, or to evolve as quickly as possible. So on the surface, does that kind of make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. So why don't we start just, why don't you just share with me just simply what you're inside of, right? If you were to just name what's happening and, and where your, your current challenge point is, um, what, what, what comes to mind? Where do you go with that question? Yeah, that question is loaded. And I imagine for, for this conversation, I will, I will aim to focus it towards literally the last couple of weeks. Um, I had a, um, uh, a finalizing of my divorce this last week, and it's not, it's not even been filed. So it's, it's the tail end, tail end of a, oh, yeah. of a, uh, orchestrated agreement, right? Uh, mediation agreement that's binding in Texas. I also had my business partner die uh, two Sundays ago. And uh, that was <laughs> obviously surprising as well, because he was also tied to um, some major shifts in my life. And so um, his passing was completely unexpected. And it was a um, you know, a catastrophic event that took place. And so if you combine the devastation of a divorce with the the closing of a, um, a seemingly straightforward business um, um, endeavor, I am really in a prime place to take a different path because I don't have a choice in one sense. I'm, I'm pretty much ready to make some sort of change because I have to. My my doors and options have uh, have uh, closed. Yeah, fascinating how sometimes it just all hits us at once, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Painful, and and it, it is painful, by the way. And I'm I'm not trying to sound. Uh, I, I would normally be much more emotional about it, um, but I think I'm still not done processing. And I think part of that is because of that fear that if I let go, yeah. what am I going to grab next? Yeah. Yeah. Fair. And, you know, in circumstances like the ones you're describing, right, those are two major life events that are happening, you know, simultaneously, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, I, I lost this person that I was obviously very close to. And my, my marriage is like coming to a close. So I lost this other person that I was very close mm-hmm. to, right. In, mm-hmm. in different ways, like it's a loss in different ways. So that's a big mm-hmm. deal, right? That's a big change. What I find is that it's okay to feel pain. Like, of course, you're going to feel pain right? You're going you're gonna to have all kinds of different emotions show up in that space. So first of all, it's like, it's okay to feel and have like whatever feelings and emotions are coming up to, to surface and to come up. Mm. What's going to ultimately dictate the difference in terms of how you move through the next you know, weeks, months, years of your life 
is really how you're going to play the game, right? And I hate, I don't, you know, I don't mean to, you know, to, to use those words as a downplay, right? In, in terms of like to take away the severity, right? Of, of what you just shared in terms of like losing somebody you're very close to in a relationship, your marriage transitioning in the way that it is. Um, mm-hmm. But what I mean by play the game is it's like the way we relate to the spaces in life are what determine what happens, right? Our experience of Mm. what's happening and ultimately the outcome. So as an example, like some people go into situations like this and they go, I failed, right? As so many men I've spoken to when a marriage ends, they go, oh my gosh, I failed. Like if I, Mm. uh, you know, I should have been better or I would have been better then the marriage would have worked out. And if we go through the process with the perception that it's a failure, that's going to determine a certain experience and outcome, right? Mm. We could also own something like, Hey, there's this change that I didn't expect. Like when we were getting married, we did not picture our divorce on our wedding day. Fair? (laughs) Or at least we hope not. Right? And so so this was not a planned event, okay? Even though we might have saw it coming for some time and and struggled Mm -hmm. and things like that. But it's Mm -hmm. like we could also stop and go, okay, yes, it's challenging. I accept that. I could own the process as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Opportunity to reinvent myself, opportunity to grow, opportunity to learn opportunity mm. to, to reinvent myself. Right. The, those two, right. And those aren't the only ways we could, you know, obviously relate to a space. Those are just two examples of, you know, how we could hold it, the, the events that are happening, how we could hold ourselves with things that are happening that are going to determine different ways of perceiving what's occurring and ultimately mm. different awarenesses of what we're going to do. If I look at I'm a failure or here's an opportunity, those are two different paths. Is that mm-hmm. fair? Does that make sense? They, you can't even use the same language if you're going to build one versus the other. I'm going to have to change my entire lexicon at some level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's, so, that, so that's what I mean by we want to get you a playbook. We want to get you some rules of the game here that are going to work in both these spaces in your life because ultimately mm-hmm. we have one life so mm-hmm. that you have a place to go to to find kind of your own inner wisdom and guidance toward your next step that nudges you in the direction called transformation and mm. growth and, and coming to realize everything that you deserve to know for yourself in your life, as opposed to accidentally relating to a space in life, like I'm a failure in a way that nudges us in a, in a place that we don't even realize we're driving toward, but can end up being quite devastating. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So what we're going to do to start is like, you've done an awesome job kind of naming what's happening. Like, thank you for your courage. And, and like, I appreciate your authenticity um, mm-hmm. and being willing to, to, to do this here with me. So, so now let's actually go out into the future, which can be a little challenging. And this is important because it's going to mm-hmm. establish context. Whenever I have a challenging uh, event in my life occur, I always take a moment, get a little quiet and go, well, where do I want to end up? What's my end game? And this is an important step because it gives us something other than just what's happening to focus on. So Mm. if you imagine your life 10 Mm. years from today, right? If you go out 10 years and, and let's just start with the space called, called, called the transition of your marriage, right? Romantic Mm -hmm. relationship, 10 Mm -hmm. years from today, what would you declare for yourself if you could declare anything and know mm. that it would happen? That's the, that's the key, right? Mm. Belief, give yourself permission to believe, which is sometimes mm. the most challenging thing to do when things are sort of, you know, things seem to be collapsing around us, right? Mm-hmm. Is to believe that like this passes and there's tomorrow and it's better tomorrow than today and the past. 
And so if you give yourself permission to believe and you go, hey, if I were to declare or decide what I am going to come to realize, say 10 years from today, as it pertains to that space called romantic relationship, and you knew it would come true, like if you declared it, you knew it was going to happen in 10 years, what would that vision be for yourself? Like what what comes to mind as to what you would want to aspire to Mm. in the space called relationship? I would enjoy a a way of not even really identifying with my past except for to acknowledge that it happened and that it taught me something forward into a better relationship and a more significant relationship and a more so I'm going to I'm going to pause you a moment here right sorry to interrupt yes but if you take a note or just take a moment where is the focus right now as you're communicating, right? I asked you, hey, what's, what's, what's your life look like 10 years from today? Mm. And what would the outcome be that you would create if you knew it was going to happen? And where do you notice your sharings coming from right now? Would, would you call it past, present, past. or future? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say past. Right? Until you the past. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Right? Okay. So, right, Maybe we're looking at what, what we want to go away, right? We're going, oh yeah. my gosh, I would want to be past this event. So that means I'm looking at what's currently happening. And I'm getting caught inside of maybe the painful events that have just probably uh, occurred the last few months, as opposed to setting it aside for a moment and going, this is in my rear view mirror. Because like 10 years from today, hopefully, this is a faint memory that's non-relevant to you anymore. Is Mm -hmm. that fair? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? I meet men, I meet women who come to my, my trainings and my programs sometimes, and they're living their life. 10 or 15 years after they've divorced as yes. though it was yesterday. It, right? Like we can get caught there when it, when it comes to, uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to trauma, when it comes to pain, is that fair? Ryan, I'm caught. <laughs> <laughs> so this, oh, this yeah. step ensures we don't, right? So, so yeah. imagine, <clears throat> imagine for a moment, this never happened and you're creating it from scratch. What would the relationship be that you would aspire to? What would be most important for you to know in that relationship? That I am a strong, capable, helpful lover. I am attentive. I am eager. I'm bonded with someone who is bonded to me, someone who values what I value, someone who loves my son like I love my son, someone who participates in life in the same way I do, someone who loves adventure. We're together on an adventure together. We're celebrating the highs and lows as if it didn't matter which way it went because we're together. We love love because we're in love. We're we're embracing the highs and lows of love. I can see all those things. Yeah, I can see all those things. That's wild. (laughs) That was different, wasn't it? That's way different. Yeah. Now now do a moment. Now capture this. Close your eyes a moment. And I want you to just focus on your body and your nervous system. And I want you to just express in one word, what do you feel as you're acknowledging those things? Joy. Yeah. Now do me a favor. Gratitude, joy, gratitude, joy. They're back and forth. Perfect. We'll call it grateful joy. That's your word, grateful joy. (laughs) So now take just three big breaths for me and just focus on the experience of that sensation as you feel that grateful joy. Just three big breaths, just to help anchor it in your nervous system, just so you remember that feeling. 
Awesome. And then when mm-hmm. you're ready, go and open your eyes. So now tell me something that, that experience that you just accessed, would you say you were in the experience of grateful joy there? I was, I absolutely right? was. So in that moment that you were in the experience of grateful joy, do you mm-hmm. notice that, that the pain from the marriage and the loss of your friend was non-existent in that mm-hmm. space, in that moment? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So from an inner sense, if we understand how to focus the mind, if we understand how to leverage our emotions, if we understand how the nervous system works, that's instant transformation for me. The ability Mm. to access what you just called for yourself, grateful joy, that moment was a transformation because the pain was no longer present and you were in a completely different reality with yourself. Is that fair? Mm, That is fair. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's not to say that the pain isn't going to show back up. Like, 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 of course it will. It's okay that it does also, but here's the thing that you now have moving forward. And don't worry, we're going to go another step here, but you know, you can access grateful joy, no matter what's happening. I mean, if you can do it with what you just described, the loss of a friend, so recent and business partner and the transition of a marriage, and you can literally do what you just did, go inside yourself and feel grateful joy. Like Mm. you can do this anytime in your life moving forward. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Let's, let's like, do some more. <laughs> like, like your like your bad day in six months isn't your 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 challenge mm. today, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like this is all part of 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 what I mean by opportunity, right? You can mm-hmm. embrace this moment, this period of time that is not forever. It's a period of time, mm-hmm. right? And you get mm-hmm. to decide how you're going to play this game inside this period of time. And ultimately who you're going to become in the future. Right. Mm. And you've already, you've clearly already said, I'm going to leverage an opportunity for growth because you're talking to me right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you continue to leverage it in in that way, like that creates momentum. All right. Is that fair? So now, so now you got this anchor, right? We're going to call it an anchor called grateful joy, because when you're in the experience of grateful joy, your brain, your nervous system literally can't produce sadness. It can't produce depression. It can't produce stress, mm. can't produce rage, jealousy, mm. you know, all the things that are normal to experience when we're mm-hmm. going through transitions like you're describing. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? I hear you. And so the point mm-hmm. is you have a place you can go now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let's go ahead and now share with me. Um, if you think about, we'll do each of them, right? We'll start with the marriage first. When you think about the marriage and, and it sounds like you're just wrapping up that process um, mm-hmm. from what you shared earlier, what fear-based emotion would you say you've gotten most caught in the last few months or a year, whatever that's been for you? The fear of the unknown. Okay, fear. Yeah, uh, uh, the uh, apprehension. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, a, a questioning of my ability to make good decisions, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, you know, a uh, lack of confidence, a lack of, um, of, of value. I mean, right. I could, I could, I could put a solid list together of how devastating it can feel if you're, um, you know, yep. caught in these moments. So the, the theme that I'm hearing is doubt. No question. Right. Like there's fear there. But if I were to name that quality of fear based on how you're sharing with me, that that quality of fear is doubt. Like I'm like, wait a minute, I, this thing was supposed to work out. It didn't. What does it mean for the future? So mm-hmm. on and so forth. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell me just without thinking about it too much, 
right? And, and it's okay to feel that fear. Like it bubbles up right now a little bit, just focusing on it, fair? Mm-hmm, and so, mm-hmm. so without thinking too much, just share with me the first thing that comes to your mind. Hey man, I feel, I feel doubt because. I feel doubt because I put failure so far in front of me that I don't know what else to look at. I can only see failure in front of me. Mm-hmm. So when you say you feel failure in front of you, where are we focused there? In the past. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I sense so, it. I sense it. So, yeah. so what's, what's great there is notice that, cause when you were sharing earlier and I said, oh, pause a moment where are we focused, right? Mm-hmm. It's the expectation that your current reality repeats itself. Mm. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely true. Yeah. And, and right now, how are we defining failure? By the past. True. But what is the, what is the thing that's happening in your current circumstances that has defined failure for you? Oh, well, uh, the, the experience of ending my marriage, yeah. uh, the, the, and then the doubt that I can do something differently with my life. Yeah. So why don't we redefine failure? How about that? Great. Right. Because right now it's the there's this expectation, which we all hopefully have when we're getting married. Not everybody mm-hmm. has this expectation. Right. I've talked to mm-hmm. people who are like, Joey, when I was walking down the aisle, I knew I was making the biggest mistake of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that is not the way to start something, right? Yep. But 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 hopefully mm-hmm. that's not how we start it, right? Most of the yeah. time we have the expectation it's gonna be wonderful, we're gonna be happily ever after. Here's this beautiful life and family we're gonna to create together. And so mm. the idea of failure is that the intention of vision didn't occur. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what occurs there is sometimes we internalize that and we go, I failed. Mm. It failed. But is that a failure or is it really just an expectation we had didn't occur? Oh, it's unmet expectation. There's no question about that. Great. Yeah. How long ago did you marry? Seven years ago. All right. So if you think about yourself seven years ago, who mm-hmm. you were, what you knew, mm-hmm. right? And you you chose to get married. How old were you seven years ago? 35. All right. 35? 36. 30, 36. Yep. Were you all knowing? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I might've thought it was, but I clearly, I clearly was not. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning we, we, we did the best we could with what we knew. So we had some strengths and we had some, you know, some deficits, some, some things we didn't know. We had things we knew. We had things we didn't know. Is that fair? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. And you made the best decision you could based on the things you knew and the things you didn't know. Is that fair? Absolutely true. All right. Have you made other decisions in your life based on the best information that you had at the time? Yes. And have you made decisions that haven't worked out? Interestingly enough, I have. (laughs) Probably. If you've made it this far in life, you've probably done that a bunch. Right. No question. Right. And you've made some decisions that worked out. Is that also fair? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. In this space where things haven't worked out, did you deem yourself a failure and doubt your future? I certainly not to this degree. No. Uh, See, the emotions are more intense here, Mm -hmm. but you're not a failure. Mm. It's just a matter of I'm learning something. Right. At the Mm -hmm. end of a relationship, can you see things you could not see at the beginning? True or false? 
Absolutely true. Yes. Give me something that you clearly see in this evolution of your relationship because there's an ending happening and then you have a child together, I heard. So there's a new mm-hmm. beginning, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So this isn't the end of your relationship. It's an end of a chapter and then you're going right. to raise a child together. Is that fair? Correct. Yes. So at the end of this chapter, tell me something you know, having gone through the journey. I'm stronger than I gave myself credit. I did not know I could make, uh, I could survive this much chaos in life. All right. So does that strength prepare you for a better or worse future? Absolutely prepares me for the future. Okay. So are you more or less capable of great decisions moving forward? I, I'm less confident in saying I'm more, I, I genuinely believe that I should be. And uh, that's, that, that's why I'm talking to you, right? To help get over that hurdle, mm-hmm. get past that, you know? Okay. And let's fast forward. I don't know. We'll go out five years. I said 10 years earlier, right? When mm-hmm. you access that, I think it was grateful joy was your word, right? Is is kind mm-hmm. of the embodiment. Mm-hmm. If we go five years out, based on the experience that you've had and the the learning process you're diving into, right? It, it led us to having a conversation, that willingness to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. Are you going to make the decision about who you're with next and how you engage that relationship differently than the one that's that's closing. Mm, I certainly will make different decisions. There's no question yeah. about that. Would yeah. you have been able to make those different decisions had you not had this experience? Not even close. Great. So we'll go back to that same question. Are you more or less capable moving forward? I'm <laughs> I'm more capable. I'm more there capable. we go. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Awesome. I'm get I'm getting there. <laughs> Right. So here's my recommendation, right? Define failure. For mm. me, I have, I have one, uh, I have one definition to failure and that's it. Mm. I only fail if I quit. Mm. So if there's a vision that I have, like the vision you just shared of the relationship you aspire to, the mm-hmm. only way, in my opinion, that you fail that vision is to quit the pursuit of, of discovering that love and that relationship that you deserve to mm. let this pain dictate your future in such a way you don't let yourself be vulnerable again and you don't let yourself love again and you don't and you hold yourself back the only way to fail is to not realize the vision that you just shared that was so clear and so real and so possible for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any vision worth fulfilling is going to have some bumps in the road and some craters and some boulders and some explosions and some landmines true or false mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely true and the visions that we fulfill and 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 actually succeed in, they're they're not worth it if we don't have some of those things to overcome. Fair, absolutely true. Yeah. So, yes, it's okay to be afraid. Yes, it's okay to doubt. That grateful joy is the place that you can access and take your next step. And mm. you know that's how you not only get through this thing but see a better reality tomorrow. Hmm. What occurs in that moment? Uh, I mean, uh, in that five-year mark, there's a there's a a training under my belt. There's like a sense of of a bigger tool belt full of freaking awesome tools that I can access that are more articulate and more specific and and less extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. You're more capable. Yeah. That's it. So now, when you think of your friend that, that, that recently passed, 
Mm-hmm. What would you say the primary emotion is that's that's present in that space? Gratitude for what he's taught me. Wow, that's that's huge. Mm-hmm. Because when you share that, like 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 you're clearly in that experience of it, and that that's mm-hmm. not common with something so fresh as this. To hear the rest of this episode and access the corresponding resources, visit thedivorcedadvocate.com and become a member of our community. It's free to join and will provide you with the resources you deserve as a divorced or divorcing dad. Thank you for listening. God bless. And I'll talk with you next week.